Hi, I'm Rick Barron, your host, and welcome to That's Life, I Swear. It all started with the idea of just a drop of blood and being the next Steve Jobs. On January 3rd, 2022, biotechnology founder Elizabeth Holmes was convicted of defrauding some of her company's biggest investors. The jury found Holmes, 37, guilty on four of 11 charges, including three counts of fraud and one count of conspiring to defraud private investors in the blood testing startup. Currently, she remains free on a $500,000 bond while awaiting sentencing that should be taking place around September of 2022. At its peak, her startup, Theranos, was valued at more than $9 billion and by 2018 had raised over a billion dollars. So what happened? Let's jump into this. Ms. Holmes' company's claim to fame was that it devised blood tests that required minimum amount of blood and could be tested rapidly, thanks to the small automated devices the company had developed. Like other past entrepreneurs, Ms. Holmes was chasing that American dream to bring to market a product no one ever thought possible. The public in the past questioned such innovators as Thomas Edison, Henry Ford, Steve Jobs, and Elon Musk. Like them, she would defy the odds makers and prove her product would bring a huge change in the medical field. All of the news outlets and magazines were charmed by Ms. Holmes and the charisma she amplified. She had all the makings of the classic Silicon Valley startup story. She dropped out of Stanford at the age of 19 to focus full steam on her innovative dream to change the world like Steve Jobs and Bill Gates. She had smarts and beauty. The story of Ms. Holmes and her revolutionary blood test lab equipment had been shared by podcasters, technology events, journalists, Hollywood, and sadly, in the end, by prosecutors in federal court. Silicon Valley is full of stories of new startups were passionate founders that had the gift of persuasion. They were working on a new innovation thought impossible that would disrupt the status quo and willing to take large risks to pursue their vision. It really wasn't until Ms. Holmes' company's underpinnings were revealed to the world as a result of a Wall Street Journal investigative reporter that the shine began to dim. Many people do not like needles. It was this problem that Miss Holmes sought to rectify with her invention. With a few drops of blood, Theranos promised that its Edison machines could detect conditions such as cancer and diabetes quickly without the hassle of needles. All that was required for an individual to bypass the use of a needle and instead deliver multiple blood test results based on a few finger pricks worth of blood. However, witnesses provided testimony during the trial that the Edison machines were not what they were cracked up to be. Tests run on patient samples inside Theranos showed wide disparities between Edison test results and the results from traditional FDA-approved blood testing machines made by third parties. It was established during the trial that Theranos finger pricks blood testing so-called technology didn't work. What made the company's vision even more deflating was that the company was secretly using commercial machines for most of its blood tests. In time, the company Ms. Holmes touted 
was unraveling, and within a year, she was exposed as a fraud. Moreover, the technology she promoted, plain and straightforward, didn't work at all. In short, it was all smoke and mirrors. By 2018, the company she founded had collapsed. Why would Ms. Holmes have taken such a risk to try and fake a product that was proven not to be viable? Even when she took her idea to an expert in clinical pharmacology at Stanford and was told flat out it wouldn't work, she still pushed ahead to discover and bring her idea to market. An idea she was determined to show the world that was thought to be impossible really was possible. While I admired Miss Holmes' tenacity, I think she got caught up in the spirit of entrepreneurship. To be an entrepreneur, especially today, one should have hard skin for risk tolerance. Not everything will be simple to achieve. One needs to have curiosity, passion, and dedication to a high degree. I believe she had all these attributes and more, but perhaps so much more that it dulled her thinking rationally about what she was really up against. As time pressed on, Miss Holmes may have found that her innovation wasn't going to be what it was intended. That said, she may have deluded herself into thinking that she could fake it until she made it. However, that thinking can only take you so far until you either change your vision such that it is achievable or close shop. No harm, no foul. As the story of how she operated her company unfolded, it became apparent she would sidestep investigative-type questions with little lies and little deceptions. Eventually, she got trapped into telling bigger and bigger lies. An example of one of those big lies was when she said that Theranos equipment was already in use by the U.S. military on battlefields. She said this to would-be investors. The truth of the matter, that was not true. When the verdict came down, I wasn't surprised. I was surprised she wasn't found guilty on all charges. But that's my opinion. Hearing the outcome must have sent shockwaves throughout Silicon Valley. Why would anyone, man or woman, now want to take a chance to bring a product to market, knowing it could take months or years to perfect, to only potentially be accused of being a fake or a fraud? Have to admit, I was amazed how Miss Holmes kept such a straight face when she walked out of the courthouse with her parents. She was rather stone-faced. I almost felt sorry for her. One wonders if current and future entrepreneurs will now be subject to being scrutinized on their ideas, regardless of the proven viability of their innovation. What happened to Miss Holmes shouldn't derail future startups from bringing their innovations to market. But now and then there will be someone who takes advantage of people's goodwill. There are individuals equivalent to being a B.T. Barnum who have the gift to sway you in believing the moon is made of cheese. They employ the skills of presentation and publicity to popularize anything. I think B.T. Barnum said it best. There's a sucker born every minute. Ms. Holmes brought doubt on her company by her own actions. During the early days of Theranos, she was asked for insight into how her company could achieve such an incredible innovation that no one else could accomplish. Her comeback always was that everything was a trade secret. 
Okay, I'll give her a little slack on that answer. However, as time progressed, it became clear in court proceedings that she was trying her best to cover up Theranos' problems and not intellectual property. Let's be clear. While Miss Holmes may have had an earth-shattering idea that failed in the attempt to succeed, that is not a crime. Her downfall was that while raising hundreds of millions of dollars from venture firms and wealthy investors, she misrepresented the prospects of what Theranos' product could deliver. Rich or not, no one wants to be deceived. I can only imagine that Miss Holmes' gift of gab and polished persuasion won over many of her investors with the startup hype of social media acronym, FOMO, or the fear of missing out. Miss Holmes got so caught up with doing anything and everything to make her product believable, she got blind to doing what she should have done. She failed to conduct checks and balances in a constant comprehensive appraisal of a business undertaking to evaluate its true commercial potential. Conducting due diligence would have also helped investors understand the true nature of her product, the risk involved, and whether the company's vision was on sound footing. She didn't do this. Many entrepreneurs today are burning the minute oil, trying to make the world a better place. It's that startup mentality for some, where you fake it till you make it, but within reason. The verdict that Miss Holmes received should be a red flare fired into the sky. Don't attempt to promise ambitious promises about your products that will never be delivered. So what's the lesson learned here? What's the takeaway from this story I just walked you through? Come September of 2022, Miss Holmes will learn her fate. Will having a child influence a judge's decision in the length of time she spends behind bars? Will her belief in coming up with a new painless method to draw blood for analysis give cause to consider that she really never intended to to deceive anyone? Who knows? I'm sure Theranos and Ms. Holmes will be case studies taught in business schools. Her story will become a benchmark on what future entrepreneurs should do and not do. With all startups, the founder or founders will hit brick walls along the way. However, when confronted with hurdles, those with the right ethics will avoid the devil's temptation to fall into making up stories, let alone deceive big-time investors. I mean, one false story leads to another, and the roller coaster of deception gets away. There's also a few lessons here for investors. To put it simply, trust, but verify. I would think investors, and I'm sure some do, try the company's service before committing to funding. Find out if the product is what it really claims to be. I would think that's the moment to poke holes in the marketing pitch. Investors must truly do their homework on a business and not be swayed by celebrity endorsements. I have to admit, Ms. Holmes was very astute to enlist well-known celebrities such as George Schultz, Jim Mattis, Henry Kissinger, and others. To recruit such well-known leaders helped increase her standing along with her company. She created the illusion that her technology was validated by using the logos of pharmaceutical groups such as Pfizer on Theranos documents. Another lesson here is insisting on seeing what the product can do. Don't let the hype, which is innate with high-tech companies today, lure you into something that can be accepted at face value. 
It's a show-and-tell presentation to visually see if what is being sold is truly viable, especially in the healthcare market. It's easy to say that everyone, past and present, has twisted the truth to get to the ultimate goal. Delude yourself all you want, but the ends will never justify the means. Miss Holmes took the model, fake it till you make it, all too far, and eventually got caught. Will there be another Elizabeth Holmes to come? I'm sure there will be. And some may be out there right now, but they've not been caught. As yet. As we await the final outcome of Miss Holmes' punishment, Ramesh Sunny Bowani starts his own trial, which began in March of 2022. Sonny served as Theranos' chief operating officer and president, and was first indicted alongside Holmes nearly four years ago on the same set of federal fraud charges. Bowani faces a dozen federal wire fraud and conspiracy charges over allegations he knowingly misrepresented the capabilities of Theranos' blood testing technology to investors, doctors, and patients in order to take their money. Should Bowani be convicted? He also faces up to 20 years in prison, as well as a fine of $250,000 plus restitution for each count of wire fraud and each conspiracy count. He has pleaded not guilty. Of course he would say that. Well, there you go. That's life, I swear. As always, I thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe here or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. See you soon.